Good morning, this is Jeff Thompson. I would like to welcome each of you to this early Sunday morning edition of Words from the Word of God. And I pray that you have a blessed day today as you you go to the Lord's house. I pray that the Lord would bless you in a mighty way. But as I was seeking Him this morning and just sitting here and meditating upon Scripture, He gave me the Scripture and I wanted to read it and expound on it in a few minutes. Lord willing, by the grace of God, and it comes from Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 12. And I'm going to try to read down through 22. Just bear with me for the sake of time. I'm going to try to hurry as I can. But I think we need to slow down and understand what the Lord is telling us today. And the, the Word of God tells us here in verse 12 of chapter Second uh, Chronicles 7, uh, chapter 7, it says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven or there and, and there that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal our land. Now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now I have chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and mine eyes and mine heart shall be there perpetually. And as for thee, Speaking to Solomon, if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked and do according to all that I have commanded thee and shalt observe my statutes and my judgments, then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom according as I have covenanted with David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel. But, and this is that great biblical word, but, theological word, but if ye turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, which I have set before you, and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then will I pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them, and this house, which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight and will make it to be a proverb and a byword among all nations. And this house, which is high, shall be an astonishment to everyone that passeth by it, so that he shall say, Why hath the Lord done this thus unto this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered, because they, listen close, folks, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt and laid hold on other gods and worshiped them and served them. But therefore he hath brought all this evil upon them. I don't know about you, my friend, but as a child of God, this speaks volumes to me. You know, God... Uh, and, and I heard a commentator on this scripture the other day said, well, you know, we can't take this out of context because this deals with the, the children of Israel. This deals with the ancient Israel, and we can't make it fit our country today. Well, I beg to differ because Psalms thirty-three twelve says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance.
my friends, yes, this in context does uh, coincide and uh, represent God's covenant and promise that he made with, with Solomon. Yes, it does, as they, and Solomon in context had just, uh, they had just finished construction of the temple, and, and Solomon Solomon had dedicated, and the Shekinah glory of the Lord fell, and his presence was such that they couldn't even enter into the temple. And the Lord is telling him here, yes, I have sanctified this place. But we have to understand something. God has never changed. He has given us commandments. He has given us promises in his word. He has told us, as yesterday I was speaking from John 14, Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, we will. I will love you, the Father will love you. You show love to me and my Father, and we will make our abode in your heart. He has given us the word, his word, to stand upon and to keep. We many keep, we need to take hold and stand upon them and live by them. But he's, I think today this speaks volumes to you and I as we see our country crumbling at our feet. It just seems our government has, and I'm sorry to say it like this, but have lost their mind. But I'm telling you, we're looking to the wrong one to fix what's wrong. We're grasping on to things that cannot fix what's going on. What must we do to bring about change? What can we do? What can we do? He tells us right here. He says in verse 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. I want to reference, and I'm not going to read any uh, from the book of Judges this morning, but in Judges, the book of Judges, uh, around chapter 2, you see what they call, what theologians con consider the cycle of the Judges. And that means that God would give Israel and had given them the law and the commandments, and they would disobey, and he would bring them under judgment from another nation. They would be desolate. Their land would be desolate and decimated. They would be taken into captivity and so on and so forth and hindered in a great way. Then they would come to repentance, and they would come back to the Lord. The Lord would raise up a judge to bring them back and out of this, uh, this uh, imprisonment from these other nations. Yes, that, that does fit this context, but we must, as his people, you and I must consider something this morning. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, the world is not going to seek God for the answers. Even if they sought God for the answers. Yes, he, he may hear, but he hears when they get saved. He will draw them by the Holy Spirit unto salvation. He will hear that cry from them. But who can make a difference right now in this day and time that we live in? His people, which are called by the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We are the ones that can Go as we are promised in Hebrews chapter 4, 
confidently to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We are the ones that have that privilege in the righteousness of Christ and through his blood to go into the very presence of Almighty God, the God of creation, Jehovah. We can go into his very presence. We are the ones that must go to him for the answers and ask for him to please help us. Get grant unto us mercy that we're not consumed by the things that are going on. Grant unto us your grace, your unmerited favor, that things will turn around. But he requires something of me and you. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Number one, humble themselves. We must get self out of the way. We cannot go in pride before the throne of grace. He said, you come boldly. That doesn't mean we march in there of our own standing. That just means confidently in the Greek. Confidently we can go in the name of Jesus by being born again into his family through the spiritual birth. We are the ones that can go, but we must humble ourselves. We must look, and the first step to humbling ourselves is to challenge our motives for the things that we do. Are we doing what we're doing for the Lord to bring him glory, to bring him praise and exalt the name of Christ? Or are we trying to keep some for ourselves? We must get out of the way. We must humble ourselves and go into his presence and, and, and know that we are unworthy of our own merit to be there. We must humble ourselves and go there. We must go to his presence. Number two, he said, if they will pray. I think I said this yesterday in the, in the short message yesterday, but we must pray. We cannot separate the promises of God and his commandments from prayer. The Holy Spirit demands that our, our, we are fed with the word of God, but we must pray. Paul said to pray without ceasing, pray with all supplications, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, by thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Prayer is the answer. We want answers. The government can't do it. We want answers. The president can't do it. They have proven that fact. But who can? God. God can. In Jesus Christ, we are his people we can make the difference if we will just humble ourselves and pray. And then what? He says, seek my face. If we seek him, instead of seeking all the other things in this world to get us out of the condition we're in, I have heard people complain time and time again about the, the violence and the gas prices and this, that, and the other, and who's going to fix this and who's going to fix that. We're seeking and turning to the wrong one. We must seek his face, earnestly, humbly pray and seek him, meaning we just give it all to him. And then he says, turn from their wicked ways. This is repentance, folks, not just confession. And John tells us we're but if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. But what he's saying here is turn from those ways. 
Turn from those ways. That's repentance. A change of mind that leads to a change of action. When we go and say, Lord, I messed up, forgive me, and then go out and do the same thing over and over again, we can never expect to get a blessing. We must turn from those ways. Turn to him, seek his face, and if you're in prayer and you're in his word and you're being led of the Holy Spirit and you're seeking his face, you will not have a choice but to turn from the things that you're doing wrong. Then he says what? What promise does he make to us here in Solomon? He says, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will hear their land. Those are the I wills of God our Father, Jehovah. I will, then will I hear. He will hear from where? Heaven. Not Washington, heaven. Where, what will he do? He will forgive our sins. I love these I wills of God. Thank God we have forgiveness, but we must turn. Then he says, and will heal their land. Folks, if you're seeking answers today and your heart is greatly troubled about the things that are going on in the world, Pray for sinners. Pray for lost people because I believe we're right at the threshold of our Lord's return. But if we want to make a difference in what's going on, we must seek the one who can. What is impossible with man is not impossible with God. We must turn to him and ask him to forgive our sins humbling ourselves, knowing that we are wrong, we're doing the wrong thing, seeking the wrong thing, turning to the gods of the world. We must turn to the God of creation, the Jehovah, the God of Israel, our God through Jesus Christ, our Lord, for healing, healing. I pray that this has been a blessing to you, and I look forward to the next time that we can join together to share in a word from the Lord. God bless.